You're listening to the Mindful Psychology Podcast, a podcast designed to explore mindfulness, psychology, neuroscience, and various aspects of holistic health. My name is Jen. I'm your host. I'm also a therapist, an educator, and a yoga teacher. Join me and brilliant guests as we explore various topics and offer you actionable steps so that you can be informed and intentional about your health and well-being. Now sit back, relax, maybe take a notebook out, and let's dive in. Hi everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of the Mindful Psychology Podcast. My name is Jen, I am your host and welcome to season three of the Mindful Psychology Podcast and a year since we changed the podcast name from Everything Yoga, Everywhere Yoga to the Mindful Psychology Podcast. So um, yeah, so I have been away for a couple weeks and so there have been no episodes. So it's not just you, if you're wondering, Uh, (laughs) there have been no episodes, I have been away um celebrated my birthday so that was fun did some exploring spent a lot of time in the sea you know the huge so that was really fun um but now we're back and we have a nice juicy episode today although I say that with every episode but that's because I really think all the topics are pretty juicy so anyway but today is about gaslighting which is definitely a hot topic uh I get a lot of questions about gaslighting and I really do like talking about this type of thing. Uh, Today we're not necessarily going to be talking about it in the context of narcissism or narcissistic behavior, uh, though we have done that in the past and I know that often these two go hand in hand, but actually we're going to just shine light on gaslighting away from, from that, okay, or from any personality disorders. Okay, we're not going to really get into that today. (laughs) Um, We're going to just talk about gaslighting uh, as much I say just, but as mean as as much as possible, really trying to isolate gaslighting as a behavior uh, and as a tendency for some, uh, and how to understand it, how to kind of identify it, and what to do about it, what you can do about it. Okay, so first things first, and I always give disclaimers at the very beginning because it's important that we do none of these episodes, none of this content is meant to diagnose or. Uh, give any type of direct advice or to replace any therapy or any um, clinical consultation help or anything like that. Uh, This is for educational purposes only. And if you have any questions about your specific situation or any concerns, please contact a mental health professional. Okay. Another thing, on a less technical note, uh, this is just something that I like to say in most of my episodes. When we talk about behavior that we're identifying or negative toxic behavior that we're identifying in others, um, it's important to know that whilst people do things that are not always healthy, um, and so do we, we all do, right? But as we're talking in this episode about identifying behaviors in others, uh, or possibly even in ourselves, depending how you identify with gaslighting behavior, um, it still doesn't mean that we're just blaming others for everything and that we're blaming others for our behavior, right? So ultimately, we are still responsible for our behavior and for our responses and reactions to situations. Um, yes, people can be hurtful. Yes, abuse is real. And yes, it can affect us and it can affect the way that we handle situations. I am not uh, saying that that isn't true. That is very, very true and very real and very valid. However, we also want to encourage this idea of holding ourselves accountable and making sure that we know that we're responsible for our health and happiness. Okay, ultimately, we are the ones with the power to make the decisions for our lives and for our well-being. And that's what we want to promote in this, right? That sense of empowerment through the understanding of our behaviors, the behaviors of others, and through the understanding of, yes, mental health, different aspects of of the human experience, and of course, how we can understand this and how we can apply it to our everyday lives and understand how we behave so that we can live a nice, healthy, fulfilling life, right? And with that, we keep in mind always that you know, understanding does not mean making excuses, right? So explanations are not excuses. Just because we understand why someone does something doesn't mean that it's okay, right? And equally, just because we understand why we do the things that we do and why we can justify them or try to justify them doesn't mean that they're okay. We can have reasons for it, like, oh, that situation really triggered me or, you know, uh, that was really painful for me and so I exploded. Like, that's all valid. That's all very real. But still, we tell ourselves, okay, but but I don't want to continue living like this, like this isn't healthy for me. And so 
I'm going to take back my power in how I'm going to handle this and I'm going to live the way I want to live. Someone else will not dictate how I behave, right? That sort of thing, okay? So with that in mind, let's dive into the topic for today, which is gaslighting behavior. So first things first, gaslighting is a real thing. I know that uh, a lot of people have asked if it's a real thing uh, or if people are just being really sensitive nowadays and blah, blah, blah. Um, It is a very real thing. You're not just being sensitive. Gaslighting is a very real thing. It's actually a form of manipulation. It is a form of emotional abuse and it's often intentional. Not always, which we will talk about today, um, but it, it often is. It's not only linked to narcissistic personality disorder or, or people with narcissistic traits. It can be you know, separate from that. Um, although we often see them going hand in hand and that's, and that's true. Uh, it's not the only way we see it show up. Okay. Um, so that's, that's one, just a few little factoids about, about gaslighting. Um, and so we're, for the sake of this episode, we will break it down into intentional and unintentional gaslighting. Um, it is a little bit difficult to look at the unintentional side, which is why I want to get it out of the way first. Um, cause it does make you wonder like, but what, but these people are choosing to not have self-awareness or these people don't have the self-awareness or the emotional intelligence to kind of do something about it or realize that they're hurting another. Um, but there are many reasons why people will not want to work on themselves or why people don't want to face difficult situations. It's not just narcissistic personality disorder, although that is definitely one of them. There are many, many, many reasons why someone will kind of, let's say, just to just to put it in a box, like why will they will stay stuck in their ways and why this will sometimes be very damaging to the people around them. Um, There's not one reason for this. There are many, many reasons. and and so sometimes within that things can happen there can be some some unhealthy dynamics there can be things that happen uh, that are quote-unquote unintentional in that they're very different than the people who are really doing it to manipulate others um, and so whilst that's still not okay and while it's still uh, um, not your responsibility to fix and to take on and that's very true uh, it, it, it is different than the people who are who are doing it you know, really consciously. And so that's the distinction I wanted to make there. Um, like one example I really like to use um, about unintentional gaslighting or that type of uh, behavior that can be crazy making or that can make, create uncertainty in a person, like deep uncertainty, and that can make someone really question their, their decision-making skills or really struggle with making decisions altogether, is the idea of, for example, parents who might be really stuck in their ways, really set in their ways, and um, believe things to be a certain way and that things need to be done in a specific way. And when their children don't do that, they, they, they disapprove. And they're very clear about their disapproval. And, uh, and they figure, you know, well, I'm very disappointed. And, and a lot of the time, obviously, they, they, they want to be clear about their disappointment because they feel the disappointment or, or expressing their disapproval will help the child see what they need to do properly or like what they need to do for it to be the right decision, which obviously is an intentional thing. Um, but in these cases, let's say, let's say we're taking away the, the other category that we're going to be discussing later a lot of the time these parents are not trying to be emotionally abusive they're not trying to be manipulative they really just think they know best for their child they want their child to make the right decisions and do the right thing and be happy and so the parents will have a way of doing this in a, in a way that is sometimes maybe a bit passive aggressive uh, and not so overt like for example saying I don't think that's the right decision for you like I think that this might be a mistake let's maybe try this or whatever it might be that's more out there um it might be a bit more covert they might like I said express their disapproval or be very clear about the rejection maybe give the silent treatment Uh, they might get passive aggressive like that kind of thing um so those things might happen and when it's covert when it's yeah when it's covert um it's that silent type of um disapproval right the the feeling like you know your parent is disapproving of you right or like you and this kind of is 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 a you might not even realize it always and then as you get older you realize you struggle with decision making and you're like oh like I'm, I'm always feeling like I'm making decisions based on what I think my parent would say or what my family would think or whatever right because I've always been disapproved of or like every decision I made was always so you find yourself wanting to please them and again they might not realize they're doing this right they just want the best for you and all of that but 
really it is kind of a manipulation tactic right like let's withdraw attention or withdraw approval or withdraw love and then hopefully we'll steer them in the right direction okay like that's an example of what i'm discussing when i mean unintentional gaslighting or unintentional uh, type of manipulation if you will and also it's important to understand that in a way we a lot of us manipulate if not all of us manipulate people in some way even trying to be liked, like even trying to make someone like you and behaving a certain way to make them like you or people pleasing, for example, is a form of manipulation. You're trying to 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 behave a certain way so that they feel a certain way, right? And so that they feel about you a certain way. And so that is a form of manipulation. So not all manipulation is like this super diabolical plan, right? Like We all sort of in a way, do that as relational beings. And this is why it's important to be aware and important to think like, okay, well, I don't need to manipulate someone into liking me. If they like me, they like me. And if they don't, they don't, right? And so these are some other things that we're going to talk about in the context of gaslighting because, well, you'll see why. But the reason why it's important to, why I want to plant the seed of approval in here, okay, it's not for nothing. Um, when we do this, we seek approval or we're manipulating in certain ways to get what we want, uh, even if it's not, like I said, a malicious intent or it's not to hurt anyone, uh, still trying to manipulate someone's behavior is not how we want to be living life, right? It's not a healthy way to be. And when we're doing so because we're, we're wanting the approval, especially if someone who is hurting us or someone who makes us feel like we need to gain their approval in that way or like we need to change who we are for them, we're getting into some pretty unhealthy waters here, okay? We're getting into some pretty nasty stuff. So that's why it's really important to be aware of this behavior, okay? Um, so now if we just move over to more intentional gaslighting, uh, like I said, we might we might move back and forth a little and there is some crossover, so that might happen. But that was like one example of, of something that's more unintentional. The key here being that there really was no intent to hurt or to harm and they really thought they were doing what was best, right? Like that's very different than someone who's trying to manipulate you and trying to make you feel like you are crazy or you are, there's something wrong with you and whatever, Okay. When we go into that category, it becomes very clear, as in, not because it's obvious, because it often isn't obvious, right? These people are very skilled at doing what they do, and it's not always very obvious, okay? Uh, at least not to the person who's a victim of it, because, or who's on the receiving end rather than victim, let's say on the receiving end of it, because that's kind of part of the game, right? In these cases, uh, the people who are doing it on purpose are very good at what they do because they, they do it slowly, right? They, they find ways to do it that are not obvious, which is why it's crazy making, which is why you end up questioning your reality. If it was really, really obvious, you'd be way more likely to kind of figure out what's going on and think, oh, wait, this is not normal or this is not healthy. I need to get out of this, right? But it's subtle and it's and it, and, and it makes you debate like, well, I, that makes sense. But, you know, that also makes sense. So so which one is it? Like, it, it's not that clear. It's not that obvious. Like I said, especially when you're in it and you're on the receiving end of it. And so a lot of the examples we hear about gaslighting, I mean, let's take we often do this, right? We look at like, let's say friend dynamics. We look at romantic dynamics. We look at family dynamics. We look at work dynamics, right? Professional dynamics. Uh, and when we look at, well, let's just say that those are the main ones right now. In work, it might look like someone always making you feel like you made the mistake at work, right? And it might be someone always, well, you always feel like you have to apologize to this person. You always feel like somehow you're taking on um, something that may have gone wrong at, wrong at work. So let's say there was a little something that happened. It, it could be the smallest thing and you somehow feel like you have to apologize all the time because they have a way of twisting it around to make it to make it your fault. Now again, of course, like it is entirely up to us to, 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 to at some point decide like, well, hang on a second. I know that I didn't do anything wrong here. I'm not going to apologize. That is definitely a choice that we need to make at some point. But it's not always easy because slowly we start to feel like, oh no, like, I always feel like I'm messing up in front of this person. Like somehow you feel afraid to mess up in front of this person or almost like you want their approval. And and like, yeah, that can come from us. That can come from, you know, some things about our past or it can definitely be traced back to some past relationships or our attachment styles or our relationships with our parents growing up. Absolutely. Um, but people who, who manipulate others are aware of these things, right? They, they often know enough about the person and they know when they can manipulate and how to manipulate these people people who are manipulators and who are um 
conniving don't just accidentally fall on someone that they can manipulate they know exactly what they're doing they know how to manipulate people and this is not to say that you're doing anything wrong there's nothing wrong with you uh you you don't deserve to be treated like this um but sometimes people who are for example a bit more trusting or who give people the benefit of the doubt or who might be more eager to please because they don't want to make any mistakes or they want to make sure they're doing a really good job or sometimes it can be as simple as you just being new at the job and so you want to make sure that you make the right impression so you're more eager to make sure you don't make a mistake these people who are manipulative and who are opportunists are going to look for this kind of behavior and be like ah there's someone who's eager to please and who's eager to to make a good impression let me see if I can manipulate them right so it could be even just a situational thing it doesn't necessarily have to be something about your character necessarily but again even if it is a character thing like you are just more trusting and you do give people the benefit of the benefit of the doubt more um doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you it can happen to anyone and it does okay um it does not mean that there's anything wrong with you at all so please don't think that there's anything wrong with you or that you need to start changing because oh it wouldn't have happened to so and so it can happen to anybody and it does okay but these people know what they're doing they know how to do it so this person at work will make you and it's slow like you won't even see it coming until like way later and then you're like whoa so that just happened right and like and it's happened to me i remember thinking oh my god how many how many like a, over a year had passed right just didn't realize it was happening like I, i i think subconsciously i realized but like not really you know and then i was and i'm not just saying this to to give an anecdote like i'm very serious this happened in a in a in a work dynamic and i and i just like there were little signs you know that i realized along the way but then i always thought they were just those moments like i didn't trace them back to anything in particular right and then over time i was like well hang on a second like something really uh major happened and i knew for a fact i did not make this mistake like i, I and i was kind of starting i think to be on to this person but i knew for a fact i didn't make a mistake and normally i would have questioned myself i would have assumed that i for sure made a mistake but this one was just so like clearly not my mistake like it was so there was so much verifiable evidence it was such a no brainer for me that i was just like no no uh uh-uh. uh i did not make this mistake right and then uh, uh uh someone else had to, had told me like it was a coworker that said something that i was like well that that didn't happen this is what happened and i said it like innocuously i was like no no i was like yeah like this is how it went down and they were like really i'm like Yeah, why? Like I didn't even realize it was an issue yet, you know? And then uh they were like, "Oh, that's not what I." And I was like, "Oh, you're kidding." You know, I don't want to get into any details or bore you with anything, but basically, I I I had suspected that something was maybe happening. Then I kind of just was discussing it with this person. This person said, "Oh, no, that's not what I thought happened." And I was like, "No, that's exactly what happened." And then um when I spoke to the person in question, like the person who was doing this, right the 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 let's the, the manipulator if you will just for the sake of painting a picture here so you understand who's who um they, they we were speaking and they were like pausing and trying to make me uncomfortable so that i would be like oh well you know i'm so sorry like it was absolutely me like i i'm sorry like i should have been more clear or whatever whatever like i normally would have done and like i normally always did um but for some reason you know with with time and with just the way that things played out and especially with this particular situation i was like no like i absolutely am not in the wrong here like i would always apologize if i'm in the wrong even when i don't have to i am certainly not going to apologize right now i was thinking in my head you know but i was so uncomfortable in the moment because i'm so keen to just say sorry and like be done with the whole thing and i thought to myself no i'm not going to apologize i didn't do anything wrong and first of all this can easily be fixed it's no problem it's human error like this does not have to be a drama but i'm certainly not going to let it slide and take the blame for this like that's not fair so i just didn't say anything and this person i could tell was like pausing and waiting and getting super like incensed that i didn't say anything <laughs> and i remember just being so uncomfortable like sweaty uncomfortable and then in the end they just were like sort of blaming other people like it just became irrational all this to say that people will do this it, it says nothing about you it doesn't matter what kind of person you are see how many people they included in the lie 
And they will do this. They will include all kinds of people in the lie. They will fool so many people, not just you. And so it doesn't matter what kind of person you are or, or what you think you did to deserve it. You don't deserve it. It has nothing to do with who you are. And the only thing that you can do for yourself is allow yourself to feel what you're feeling. If you feel like something isn't right or this person is manipulating you or you feel uncertain or confused with this person all the time, ask yourself, like, why do I always feel like I'm questioning myself with this person? Or why do I feel like I always have to... Um, like behave as like why do I get weird around them or why do I get defensive or maybe uncomfortable or whatever like let yourself feel what you have to feel I'm not saying that like you know they're always to blame for everything not at all like that was the disclaimer at the beginning right we're not trying to blame here we're just trying to say like well what is actually going on right um what is what is happening you know and so let yourself feel what you need to feel so much of what happens in the gaslighting process or in this manipulative process is that we we don't allow ourselves to feel what we feel we question our thoughts we question our feelings we question everything and so if you just sit there for a moment and allow yourself to validate your experience you'll see and and really and pause you'll see like okay well here's what's what inside of me right now and I'm trying to sort this out. Like I want to sort through this and I want to see what's actually going on. And that matters. It's really important to do that. So in that case, I had realized over some time, I thought, why do I always feel like I'm having to explain things or I'm having to apologize or I'm, I'm taking on the blame? That is me. I am deciding to do that. Why? Why am I saying sorry so much? Why am I feeling like I need to, to make sure I don't mess up or make sure that I don't like, you know what I'm saying? And, and so it's my responsibility to fix this and so I did take responsibility and as a result I then in the next thing that happened was like no I'm sorry like I'm not taking this on right so again I am not I am I am holding myself accountable like I am taking I am empowering myself and and taking my place in this whole thing so again it's not about the other person it's really about you but that behavior that they that they were exhibiting was obviously a problem and it obviously you know made me feel like I had to behave a certain way and so I chose to behave that certain way but now they'll continue to behave the way that they want to behave but I'm going to change the way I behave and that's on me not on them see so obviously it's a choice see if I wanted to behave a certain way and just blame another person well, we could have been here all forever, right? But I chose to change the way that I was behaving, change the way I was dealing with this person, and they will, they will continue to, to be the way that they are. But I was, I was able to change regardless of that, which means we have a choice, right? Does that make sense? So that's the moral of that story. And in situations where you have to continue a relationship with these people, you, you will have to make a choice. It's not as easy as just cutting these people out and then being done with it. Although, obviously, that's a choice as well. I just mean that when you're going to have to continue interacting with these people, it's, it's a different kind of situation, right? You will have to be resilient and strong and make sure that you're consistent with the decisions that you've made. And whereas when it's with a person that you can cut out that you'll never see again, well, then that's, yes, a decision, but it's also a little bit more cut and dry and it's a bit easier to maintain because then it's out of sight, out of mind, kind of, you know. Um, but with these situations, it can be a bit more tricky. So I did want to start with that. Um, and of course, boundaries come into this. You start setting boundaries and you start um, being a bit more, well, you just change the way that you are. Like with this person, I had changed the way that I was interacting with them. I changed the amount of times I spoke to them. I made, I made sure I limited my communication as much as possible, like making sure that we're still doing whatever needs to be done, um, but also that, that nothing more has to be involved in that, right? Um, and so you you make those changes, and uh, uh, and that's that's you know that's yeah that's where the boundaries come in for situations where you have to continue talking to this person. Now, if we move to more friend dynamics, um, friend dynamics. I mean, this could couldn't possibly go into fa family dynamics as well because we're dealing with uh, uh, relationships that are not romantic, but still. Friends can go into both categories, I find, because on one hand, they're relationships that are not romantic, but at the same time, they are relationships that you choose, whereas family relationships, you don't choose what family you're born into, right? But you do choose who you decide to maintain relationships with later on. So it's it's there's a lot of overlap. But I will say this, if you find that you have a friend who's doing this to you, 
uh, then it's important to try to have a conversation with this person, right? If you're noticing gaslighting behavior, like them trying to question your reality. So in this case, okay, so we talked about the professional bit and I gave some examples of what that might look like in the professional setting. Um, but in a, in, a, in a personal setting, it may look like someone, and we'll get to more like romantic relationship specifics after this. Um, in a friend relationship, it might look like someone always telling you that there's something wrong with you or like you need to change the way that you are, but without actually telling you you need to change. It might be someone who says things like, um, uh, gee, I don't know, like, um, let's see, <laughs> you feel like you might be like you, you, you want to trust them, but you don't know that you can trust them or you always feel like there's something or they act like they're super trustworthy and that they love you and that they have your best interest at heart. But then other times they'll say really mean things to you or be, uh, or, 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 or do really mean things, but then tell you it's because they love you and they're looking out for you, for example, right? Like, uh, that might look like, um, uh, oh, like, why did you tell that guy that I wasn't interested or that he should leave? Oh, I was just looking out for you. Like, he wasn't good enough for you. Um, really, I did it for your own good. And then you would say, well, oh, well, I really liked him. Like, why did you do that? Um, or I really liked him or her. Why did you do that? So, oh, well, they weren't right for you. You know, I could tell. Believe me, I know you. I love you. I know you better than anyone. Uh, it was the right thing to do. Trust me. And then you're thinking, well okay, well, I guess I'll trust you, but I really thought that I was right about this person. Like, I, I really enjoyed their company and I really, I really fancied them. And then they would say, like, no, 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 like, you always make stupid decisions. Like, you know, you, you tend to be very rash and impulsive. Like, I'm trying to save you from yourself or something like that, right? Like, this, we're, we're getting into manipulation here. Like, definitely, definitely. Like, that is very, like, to undermine you, to make you question your own sanity, your own capacity to make decisions and to be you. Uh, we're getting into some pretty serious manipulation here and um, a lot of inappropriate involvement. Like there's a lack of healthy boundaries there for sure. Um, so that's a big one. That's one example. Um, but it can be in other ways too, not necessarily with regards to your relationships. It can be this type of dynamic. You'll notice that with maybe the way that you dress or the way that you behave or the way that you are with other friends, you may find that they want to like isolate you a little bit from people and, um, uh, you know, or that they, they tell you that people are saying things that they're not saying, for example, like, oh, so-and-so said that you were very uh, boring or too quiet. Um, I told you that you needed to be more outgoing, but that's okay. Like, I like that you're quiet. Um, that kind of thing, right? Like, just just that, 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 that you want to look up to them or that you want to be... And again, like, you might be listening to this and thinking that this, that there's a lot of overlap with narcissistic behavior here and that's you're not wrong but it's not the only time you will see that kind of behavior it's not just with uh narcissism anyway so you'll see stuff like that um basically anything that will make you question your reality question your your capacity to be yourself to make decisions to be an autonomous adult uh anything like that will uh, we're, we're getting into manipulation we're getting into gaslighting and then uh when you start seeing when you start having a confrontation with the person, that's where you'll see a lot of the other gaslighting signs, like the, for example, oh my God, why are you being so sensitive? I, I, you know, I didn't know that this was, that you were going to be so sensitive about this. Had I known, I wouldn't have said anything. Like as if it's your fault that what they said was hurtful, for example, right? Or, oh, like had I known that you were going to be offended by this, I wouldn't have done it. Um, it's kind of like, well, okay, I'm not saying that you had to know, like we make mistakes, but it's not that like I'm just offended. It's like it was hurtful to me and it's not just about that, right? It's kind of like someone saying, well, I'm so sorry you feel that way. It's like, well, that's not really an apology, is it? Like saying I'm so sorry you feel that way is not the same thing as saying, oh, I'm so sorry that I did that or I'm so sorry I hurt you. Um, you know, it's saying I'm sorry you feel that way is basically blaming you for it and saying, well, I, I'm sorry that you feel that way. Um, but not actually I'm sorry for what I did to make you feel that way, right? And as far as I'm concerned, and as far as many people are concerned, uh, when you hurt someone, whether you meant to or not, you don't just go like, oh, wow, well, like, well, I didn't do that on purpose. I'm so sorry you feel that way. Um, you're not taking you're not taking responsibility to for, uh, responsibility for hurting that person at all. Um, when I've hurt someone or if I say something that was hurtful or if I do something that was insensitive, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm so sorry that you feel that way. I'm going to say, wow, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I shouldn't have said that. I'm really sorry I said that. Um, just so you know, I, I never meant to hurt you. I am sorry. It's like I have no excuse, but just so you know, I didn't I didn't mean to hurt you. Uh, I'm sorry, right? That's an apology. Like, you know what I mean? I mean, there was no context, but you know, that that's kind of what an apology might sound like, right? So there's that. 
Um, and so, yeah, or there'll be a lot of like, oh, you're so crazy, you're so sensitive, you're so dramatic, oh, stop doing that, oh, here you go again, uh, oh, you always do this, like, that kind of stuff is, is gaslighty, um, not that gaslighty is a real adjective or anything, but <laughs> let's say for now it is, that is gaslighting behavior, um, and so now if we move, and, and if you see this in your friend relationship, in your romantic relationship, in a family relationship, these are, these are red flags. Um, when you see with family, a lot of the time, because they've known you for so long and because they've known you since you were a child, a lot of people will claim that because they've known you during those times or for, for that long, that they know you better than anyone else. So it will give them power or it'll make them feel like they have the power to be more right when they gaslight you, right? They'll, they'll, they'll feel like it's more uh, valid because, oh, they've known you for so long. And so they'll use that to their advantage and say things like, like I said before, you'll, you always do this. Here you go again. You've always been like this. Oh, you know, when are you going to change? You know, you really have to stop doing that. You've always been a problem, blah, 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 blah. Uh, you know, like that, that type of behavior. And, and it's just not okay to say that to someone. If someone is feeling a certain way, they're allowed to feel that way and you sort it out that way. Um, equally, if someone has a certain behavior or a certain personality, you, you either accept that and you respect this person or you don't accept it and then you decide not to communicate with this person, but you don't insult them, you don't gaslight them, you don't try to make them feel crazy, you don't provoke them. Uh, that is just that says more about you and how you're feeling about something than it says about the person. So for example, uh, in a family dynamic, because that's where we're at now, but this can apply to also uh, a romantic or friend dynamic. If someone says, oh, you know, you've always been like this, it drives me crazy. Um, even when we were kids, like it was, you know, it was like this and like that, and now you're still like that, blah, 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 blah. Um, you know, uh, or, or, they, or they ridicule you, right? They go like, oh, like, uh, oh, you've always been so weird, or oh, you've always been so quirky, or you've always been so crazy, na 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 na, or they, they laugh, or they whatever. Um, that is That says way more about that person's discomfort with you than it says about you as a person. If someone doesn't want to be around you, or someone doesn't want, or someone doesn't like you, they just need to do the adult thing and walk away. But, but, but snickering or laughing or making fun or just being hurtful or bullying or being abusive, that says more about that person. And that's a reflection on who they are, not on who you are. And I want to be really, really, really clear about this because it's so easy to let that kind of abuse or that kind of mistreatment make you question yourself, hence why it's so crazy making and why it's manipulative and why it's abusive, um, that you'll start questioning yourself like, oh no, like, am I crazy? Am I not a good enough person? Am I too quirky? Am I too, like, right? And it's like, well, first of all, if there's something that you want to change in your life, that's on you. Like, if there's something that you just want to do differently, then then do that thing differently. We're, we're always changing and growing. That's a beautiful thing. But don't change because someone has an opinion about you or someone is being mean or someone is bullying you. That's, you, you don't change for that, right? And, and, and if I'm going to give you any advice here, like if there's anything you're going to take from this episode, it's, it's this. I mean, ideally more than that, but if nothing else, <laughs> this advice right here. We do not change for people who, have, who, who go out of their way to be mean because that is not about us. That is about them. Okay, if we've hurt someone or we've been or we've wronged someone and there's something about ourselves that we're not happy with, then absolutely like you do what you need to do. Like if you want to be a better friend or a better partner or a better family member or whatever, you want to be more honest or you want to be more loyal or you want to be more caring, more sensitive, whatever, more present, whatever it is, then by all means like you do you. You feel like that will make you happy and make you, you know, more of the person that you want to be, then do that, right? Make amends, make your relationships better, try again, ask for forgiveness, forgive another, um, you know, you know, let that person reach out to you and, and try to maybe see their side or whatever it is, if it's that you're trying to, you know, do that thing. But if someone is mistreating you and bullying you, you do not take that on. You do not take on what they have to say, their opinions, their misery, their jealousy, their envy, whatever it is. Because, I mean, usually there are a few things that make people bully others in that way or or, 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 or make fun of them or, or, you know, that kind of immature playground stuff. There are a few things that make those things happen. Resentment, being miserable, jealousy, like it's it's petty stuff. You do not take on that sort of behavior and you do not take on their opinions like i said it says nothing about you and everything about them entirely 
And if someone has a problem with you, they simply just don't have to deal with you. But going that extra mile, and we've talked about this on the show before, but going that extra mile just to mistreat someone, completely unnecessary. Completely unnecessary. So inappropriate, so like, just does not need to be here. You don't need that at all, at all, at all, at all. Okay? Boundaries. That's all I have to say about that. Okay? <laughs> you don't need that. Okay? On the other hand, if it's, uh, you know, some other things like, you know, you're in a partnership, uh, and, and you maybe, for example, like, let's look, this is a pretty common example. We'll move, we'll move to this one. For example, uh, you feel like your partner might be cheating on you. Okay. Um, and you're really, really sure that they are, and they keep telling you that you're crazy and that you're overthinking it and that you're being paranoid. Um, and then you find out that actually you were right all along. They had been cheating on you, um, all that time all that time when they were telling you that you were crazy and that they were telling you this and that and that's all gaslighting behavior they knew that you were right they knew that you were on to them they knew that they were cheating and they kept making you feel like you were crazy like you were the problem like they you know or they even made you feel so bad that you found yourself apologizing to them for being so paranoid for being so uh, you know, for doing that to them, for questioning them, you know, you're so sorry, I should have trusted you, I don't know what got into me, I'm so sorry, I need to fix that, and they say, that's okay, like, did you ever consider going to therapy for, for this, you know, you need to learn to trust people more, blah, 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 meanwhile, they're cheating on you, that's gaslighting behavior, <laughs> you know what I mean, like, it's a, and it's a big common, I, I'm giggling because it's a really common example that we use, and they've made, like, movies about this, right, uh, if ever you've watched the film, uh, uh, The Other Woman with Cameron Diaz, and that film where the husband is, like, um, saying how, like, no, there's, there's nothing going on, or whatever, everything's fine, and then the wife is just, and sometimes the wife knows for sure that it's happening, and in this case, like, she did, and uh, uh, and the husband continues to say, like, no, that didn't happen and all that stuff. And so, like, th that will paint a picture for you if you want to watch that. But um, anyway, so those are some examples as well. And this is very sad and it's very serious. And I know that the, the, it seems like these films are making light of it, but they're, I, I don't think that they are. Um, I think it's important that we do talk about these things. And I think that it's important that we're that we be aware of this, right? Like these these are very real things, very serious things. And like I said, very damaging. Um, this is never a, an okay dynamic. It always is a hurtful dynamic. It is always damaging. It is always unhealthy. And, and that's all there is to it. So this type of like being on the receiving end of that kind of treatment is very serious and, um, and yeah, and can have very serious impact on you. So don't make light of that. Feel what you're feeling. Let yourself feel that, um, you, you know, there is a sense of betrayal there. There is a sense of, uh, feeling like the entire thing was an illusion. Like your, the entire relationship or friendship was a lie, you know, um, and that takes time. There's a grieving process there. Um, you know, it's just it's just very real. And uh, and I really like talking about this stuff, not because I, I, I it always seems weird to say I love talking about this stuff, but but I do, but because I want to raise awareness, right? And because I want to help educate about this stuff, because it is really serious. And uh, and it can happen in you know, in places where you least expect it, right? You can think that you have this great friend, but the entire time they were manipulating you, they were taking what you were telling them or they were taking your weaknesses or your pains and throwing them in your face and using them against you um, and they were never really there for you or you have a partner like I said who you thought you had this great relationship with and you think you have this amazing partner yet something always feels off and in the end something happens and you know all hell breaks loose and then you wonder what 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 like how did this happen right like they were just lying the whole time like that's that's significant that's big um, and it hurts and it's um having to question your entire reality, like the, the amount of trust that it breaks, even with yourself, like how you struggle to trust yourself after, that's impactful. Um, so, so yeah, so I just wanted to say that the, if it feels overwhelming and it feels crippling, it's normal, it's valid, it's supposed to feel really intense and don't let anyone tell you otherwise. It, it's hurtful behavior and, um, and so some things that you can do with that are to, like I said, feel your feelings. Like if something doesn't feel right, listen to that voice inside of you, listen to that feeling um, and ask yourself why 
it doesn't feel right what exactly doesn't feel right um and and let yourself feel that start building that trust inside of yourself another thing that you can do is is to notice the the signs right if someone is saying things all the time like oh calm down or oh you're being so dramatic or oh you're being so sensitive or oh you know you've always been like that like if someone is intent on misunderstanding you and on on saying these things to you like that's not a nice thing to say those are not nice things to say that's not like nobody who loves another person talks like that i would never say that to somebody i would never say oh you've always been like this or you've always done that like oh here you go again like that's that's mean someone's trying to express something and you're just going to tell them that they're being sensitive or to calm down like that's that's really insensitive it's mean and i know that you know we don't always do it on purpose like sometimes we might say this by accident right or you might be angry and so you say like oh here we go again or whatever i i understand that but if you can be aware of that if ever you are doing it to someone or if ever you have done that to someone and you're recognizing yourself in this right now that's okay now you know so we try to avoid things like that we try to not say stuff like that to people to our loved ones or to anybody right we make sure that we that we that we are are respectful to to others toward others and that we don't say things like that um if someone is hurting me or someone is being rude i'm not going to say oh here we go again there you go again you always have been like this no i just take the moment for what it is and i say you know here is here is the moment if i'm trying to talk about however a dynamic or a specific thing then i might say you know i've noticed this happen a lot over this kind of time or i've noticed this pattern and like this is how it makes me feel and whatever that's different that's a different context right but in the moment i'll i'll target the moment i'll handle the moment um and and just to make sure that i'm not kind of invalidating them or like putting them into this this one context or this one box right i want to make sure that this person feels heard and seen in that moment and when you just like um, write someone off or 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 belittle their feelings by by saying oh it's fine stop being so dramatic or oh you always get so sensitive about this or whatever that's extremely invalidating and again it's not always done on purpose but it is invalidating so if someone is doing that to you and they continue to do that to you even after you've told them like this is really invalidating that's a problem right it's a problem people who love you should want to validate you right in the sense like see you and hear you and hold space for you right you shouldn't feel invalidated around your loved ones you should feel validated and they should feel validated around you so it's a it's a team effort we work together to to hold space for one another right and uh and so that's what's really important so validate yourself first and foremost and we've talked about this too in terms of regular emotional regulation and all that so you can look at that episode so all of those feelings of creating security inside of ourselves and emotionally regulating uh, and talking about um that whole idea of validating your experience identifying the feelings not identifying with the feelings and thoughts but identifying them naming them i feel like this rather than i am sad i feel sad not i am sad so we just identify what we're feeling what we're thinking and then we validate ourselves like i'm feeling like this because of that i think this because of that and then we look at you know the verifiable evidence and we look at the different things and you know uh and this is not so much about like oh how can i change the way i'm thinking like if something is happening that's wrong that's not like a oh let me offer an alternative truth like we've done that kind of basic cbt uh, work before but that's different Th this is more like okay i'm feeling this way and i think that this person's hurting me and they say that they care about me but i'm noticing this really unhealthy kind of dynamic and i've brought it up to them multiple times but they continue to do it and insist that it's for my own good i don't feel like that is appropriate i feel like that is wrong and i'm going to stand firm in that because it makes me feel uncomfortable it hurts me and it just doesn't feel right like it is just wrong i'm not okay with it and then we can change the way that we behave like for example like that situation i gave you before where i decided to change the way i behaved i st i decided to stop apologizing stop taking things on stand firm in my truth and in the truth because there was a, a like a literal truth in that moment and i stood firm in that i also set boundaries i limited it, i limited my my exposure to this person and how many times i needed to speak to them and, and when i did how right in what capacity and i and i set myself into a safe space where i could continue to do what i needed to do but also make sure that i protect myself and stay sane and not be exposed to that toxic kind of behavior right and and it can, and then if you find it in a relationship as well like if if someone is mistreating you in that relationship 
and they're not willing to change, then it might not be the relationship for you, right? You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be treated well uh, in the way that you would treat another. You know, we, like I said, we work together to treat each other properly and to be respectful toward one another. And if the other person is not willing to do that and keeps making you the, the reason all the time or keeps turning the tables on you or blaming you or saying that everything's your fault and doesn't want to take responsibility for anything and keeps telling you that, you know, you're the problem or you're crazy or you're this and you're that. Infidelity aside, that is a, a red flag. That is several red flags, actually. There are several red flags there. But you know what I mean, right? And in a, and in that's the same with a friend dynamic, yeah? And same with a family dynamic. Just because someone has known you your whole life or for a long time or whatever, doesn't mean they know you best. And even if someone does know you really well, doesn't mean that they're allowed to mistreat you. Doesn't mean that they that they know everything about you. And it doesn't mean that they can use your 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 existence or aspects of your life or your personality against you. That is completely inappropriate. If you don't like me, don't talk to me. But don't pretend like, you know, you're you're making fun of me or like you're you're doing something endearing. That's not endearing. That's bullying. It's not it's not cute. I don't find it cute, you know? And and you can feel the difference. You can feel the difference. And like, yeah, my friends and I take the piss out of each other all the time. <laughs> like me and Thomas also take the piss out of each other. Like that's not the same thing. We do it in a loving way and there's a trust there and an understanding and there's a context and there are also certain things. Like it's it's a different, like it's a safe way of doing it. Like it's not something that ever makes us feel uncomfortable or anything like that. I'm not suggesting we, like, we can never joke around or we can never make jokes or comments. I don't mean that. But there is definitely a difference between that and bullying or being abusive to someone or belittling to someone, right? And that's not the same thing. And, you know, you know I, I, just, I just want to really stress this idea of being aware of, uh, and this is like the last point I want to make, when we talked about um, boundaries once, and I said that some that it, it's not abnormal, right? That it's quite normal, actually, for some people to get upset when you set boundaries and to kind of tell you that you're being mean or selfish or this and that and whatever. Um, but that actually, that's more to do with them than you. Uh, and I said that the people who have a problem with you setting boundaries are the people who benefited from you not having any in the first place. With that in mind, so I'm just going to, I'm going to repeat that one more time slower. The people who have a problem with you setting boundaries are the people who had, who, who are benefiting from you not having any in the first place. Right. And this is like something that I repeat a lot. Um, but with that in mind, like with that type of understanding in mind, when we look at people who like to to make fun of us for being who we are or who like to act like um, like we should be thankful to them for accepting us for who we are or people who use what we ha- who we are against us or use our quirks or, or whatever or things that have happened to us against us. Um, when we stop, when we put our foot down and say, hang on a second, stop saying that. Like, first of all, it's not true. And second of all, it's like something that you've made true. They will get triggered because you have set a boundary when you're doing that. And so they will get upset because you've, you've caught them in what they're doing. So now, for example, if they're taking things about you or things that have happened and throwing it in your face and they have happened, okay, then no, they're not making that up. Um, but sometimes people will also invent things that have happened to you or twist the way things happened. That's a gaslighting behavior. Um, when you're, or when they're, when they're changing what actually happened to hurt you, or to pretend like they, they don't understand what you're talking about, or why you're so upset because that never happened, uh, or that's not how it happened, or, or like I said, they change it and they make you believe that they truly believe that's how it was, but you know for a fact that it didn't happen like that. That is gaslighting. That is gaslighting. That is manipulative and that is abusive behavior. Okay, and it's not okay. And whilst, yes, we accept that multiple realities can exist at the same time and one does not eclipse the other, absolutely, right? At the same time, someone doing that, choosing to have an alternative reality only to hurt you, that's not the same thing. You're allowed to say, you know what, I'm not going to continue engaging with this. That's not the same thing. If I remember a part of my life that was a certain way, and someone says that that's not how they remember it, and it ends there, or it's just like, oh, I kind of remember it being like that, like from where I was sitting, and oh, okay, well, for me, it was more like that, okay, fine. But when something happens, especially something extreme, you know, and you know for a fact that that happened, because it was like very traumatic for you, or it was very like a big marking moment or whatever, and this person tries to deny that that happened, especially if they were the the people who inflicted the, the pain or who did the thing, and then they tried to deny it for the sole purpose of hurting you or for making you feel crazy, that is not the same thing. 
And yes, still, multiple realities, quote-unquote, because let's be honest, they might not even believe themselves, but multiple realities can exist at once, but you don't have to engage with that. You do not have to take that on. Absolutely not. And again, you can tell when someone is trying to rewrite something to shame you or to take away from what they've done, you can see that kind of behavior. And it's very common, unfortunately, but it happens. And you don't need to put up with that. You don't need to stick around for that. It's not your deal. It's not yours to, put, to take on, you know? It's absolutely not yours to take on. And so that's for like events or experiences. But if it's also for a personality, like if you were always a bit um, quiet, like I said, I used the quiet example before. Uh, oh, yeah, you've always been quiet. Nobody ever liked that you were quiet, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, and then they just keep using this thing against you all the time where it becomes like uh, the, the, just this thing that they keep using against you. And then maybe you'll find as you get older that you're not that quiet. Or maybe you'll find that you are. Like either way, whether you find that you are quiet or you find that you're not quiet, whatever it is, or if someone says, oh, you're so extroverted, but you feel like you're introverted or vice versa, regardless, someone trying to take a personality trait and using it against you all the time is not, like, that's not a, 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 a good behavior in a friendship or in any type of relationship, right? It's not a question of, like, oh, I'm just, you know, we're making fun or we're having, we're making jokes or whatever. No, it's like the person choosing to take this thing about you, make it, make you feel ashamed about this thing, and, and then, it, and then, oh, and then throwing it in your face all the time, or justifying their behavior based on the fact that you do this thing, right? So, like, the, these are very, important things to recognize and the reason why they're the last point that I wanted to make are, is because they're they're um, well some of the most hurtful but also some of the harder ones to identify and and disconnect from because they're where you feel vulnerable right you feel vulnerable because you've always been made to believe that you have this weakness let's say or this fault right and they've made you feel like you have this big fault and it's made you feel insecure in life in a bunch of different contexts and so it's always a soft spot for you and they keep using this soft spot against you and then it makes you feel uh, afraid and then they also act like they accept this part of you because they're still with you they're still friends with you they're still you know whatever and so then you feel like wow i'm i'm this terrible person or i have this terrible fault but they still put up with me oh i'm so grateful right and it's like, no, we do not have to feel like if someone doesn't want to be with us, they don't have to be with us. But if you are going to be with someone, then you respect them. And you don't throw in their face that you're with them, right? Like nobody should say in a relationship of any kind, oh, you should be grateful that I'm with you. Why? Don't be with me then. There's a door right there, right? That's what I would say. You know, like I don't have to, as in, of course, we're, we're, we're grateful for love. We're grateful for a good life. I don't mean that. But if anyone ever said that to me, I'd be like, I, I don't you're not doing me any favors being my friend or being with me or being whatever. Like, if you don't want to be here, don't be here. Like, that's not how this works. I'm not here because I think you owe me now because I accept you for who you are. I just accepted you for who you were and where I accept you for who you are. And that's that, right? It's not because I'm expecting anything in return, right? And so if you do find yourself in a situation where you feel like you have this let's say this big thing about you that you feel only this one person is accepting about you or ask yourself first of all is this thing really real or have they made it up and put it onto you and now you've been carrying this whole thing with you your whole life or throughout the entire relationship or whatever because you think you have to and it's you think it's who you are and then you kind of start identifying with it or whatever and then and now it's this whole thing where they have this hook in you and they use it to manipulate you like, first of all, is that what happened? Secondly, if it is a real thing, like if you are just a more shy person or maybe you're a really talkative person or whatever it is, and you know that you are, but it's still being used as a, as a, as a shaming technique or as a manipulation technique or whatever, and, and tool and hook, then ask yourself still, okay, it's like, okay, even if it is true, even if I am like this, then if you really don't like it, don't talk to me, don't be with me, right? Either way, there's no reason to mistreat me and to use parts of my personality or parts of my life or parts of my experiences or parts of this relationship or whatever against me. I wouldn't do it to you. It's not right that you do it to me. And so these are the kinds of conversations that need to happen inside of your mind. Like when you, and this is my last tip in terms of what you can do. So we've talked about validating your feelings and your thoughts, right? Because that's the first thing to go is this idea of feeling confident in your thoughts and feeling validated in your thoughts and feelings and feeling like you're allowed to feel that or think that. So that's number one. You want to validate yourself in your experience. 
The second thing you want to do is have conversations with yourself and have conversations with your partner if you have a concern, right? And then when you do, identify, like look for the signs. Like if you see that there's the gaslighting, gaslighting behavior, if you see that there are things that the person is saying, that somehow the tables are always being turned on you, that somehow you're always in the wrong, or you always feel like you're questioning yourself, or you always feel like you have to apologize, or like that kind of thing is happening. Notice it in the conversation that you're having. Notice it in the dynamic in between conversations, right? See it. And if it's there, go back to the validating. Like, okay, so I saw this. Like, I'm not crazy. Like, I saw that. And then also when you're recounting stories, like ask yourself, like what really happened? What do I remember? Write things down when they happen or as you remember them, just to remember that, you know, it's real to you. It's valid. And then, and this is with the, the last point, no one is allowed to use parts of you against you, period. And when they do, that's not a friend. It is not a partner. It is not a healthy relationship of any kind. Okay. Nobody is with you because you, like you don't owe anyone anything because they're with you, right? If someone chooses to be with you, it's out of love and respect. And if it's not, then they don't have to be there. You're not forcing them to be there. It's the same with you. Like nobody owes you because you're with them, right? Like I don't owe anything to Thomas because he loves me and he doesn't owe anything to me because, uh, because I love him right? It's like, I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I accept you for who you are. So you owe me. It's like, that doesn't even make sense. right? <laughs> like, And he accepts me for who I am. And that's just what it is. That's just what love is. That's just what respect is. And you can find that in families, in friendships, in, and you can find mutual respect in professional relationships. But like, if there's none of that, then, then, then there's none of that period. So if someone is mistreating you, it is not okay, period. There is no excuse for mistreatment. There is no excuse for abuse. And I'm sure that many of these people have plenty of reasons for, for, for why they do what they do and they feel very justified in why they do what they do. I'm sure they, I'm sure they justify their mistreatment of others in a bunch of ways. I'm sure that they, they know exactly how to blame people and how to say that you know everyone else is just deserving of that and whatever. And that's their drama. That's their issue to sort out. And like I said, that says way more about them than it does about you. So you need to focus on yourself. You need to learn to trust yourself and grow that trust inside of yourself. Validate your experiences. Work on trusting yourself again, on making decisions. Start small with little decisions like setting boundaries and, you know, I'm not going to put up with that or I'm going to not apologize if I didn't do anything wrong or I'm going to bring this up or I'm going to, you know ask the question or, or set the boundary or state that I'm, you know, this is inappropriate or that's not what happened or I'm not going to, right? So a lot of this is boundary, but a lot of this is also open communication and being honest and, you know, empowering yourself to feel like you're allowed to ask, you're allowed to disagree, you're allowed to think that it's not okay, you're allowed to leave, right? You're allowed to leave too. You're allowed to cut out the relationship. We've talked about this many times on the show. You're allowed to say, you know what? This is, this is unhealthy. This isn't going anywhere. Like, I don't need this. You're allowed to do that. And, and in some cases, you, you may have to with this kind of behavior. And in a lot of the cases, you know, that's, that's what ends up happening. Not, not every situation, obviously, especially with some of the other examples we gave. But a lot of the time, like, this is behavior that is like that. And that's all there is to it. And, and you deserve to feel safe and secure and loved and, and seen and heard in your relationships. And the people with you deserve that from you as well. If, if you are choosing to be with them and you, you know, you want to love them and respect them. Right? Right. All right. So, <laughs> so, um, so that's what I wanted to say about gaslighting. I feel like a lot of questions are going to come up, uh, with this episode. As always, feel free to email me. If you do have any questions about this, you can, uh, email me via my website, like send a contact form via my website, or you can, um, well, email me back when, when you get my newsletter or something like that. If you're not part of my newsletter yet, like if you're not on my email list yet, you can join via my website and get your free Anxiety and Boundaries ebook. Um, and yeah, if you have any questions, just submit a contact form via the contact page on my website and I will answer you. I do feel like, like I said, yes, there will be a lot of questions about this episode. Gaslighting always opens up a lot of conversation, which is 
grand. It's amazing. And it's challenging for me to fit everything into one episode, actually. So I tend to do a lot when it comes to boundaries and gaslighting and these different things. But that's the point, right? That's what's fun. So I will try to make the next episode one where I answer as many questions as possible. And... Um, and hopefully can can shine more light on this behavior and on how to identify it and what to do about it and some different examples. Um, yeah, so that's that's what I wanted to say about gaslighting. But as always, remember that you are allowed to feel what you feel and that no one is allowed to mistreat you and that, uh, you know, you deserve to be happy and loved. And that's the most important thing here. So that's what I wanted to say. One more thing I do want to say, if you do have a minute and you are on the Apple podcast uh, app on your phone, if you don't mind, if you love the podcast and you like the content and all of that, and you have some time, uh, please, if you can, scroll down to the bottom of your app uh, as you're listening on this page, on, on my podcast page, and leave a five-star rating and review if you have the time uh, that would be great I love reading your reviews and I'm very very grateful every time I see a rating and review uh, it also helps support the show and bring the content to people who otherwise would not have uh, access to the content so it really helps support me in the show and uh, and also I'm just very grateful so thank you very very much uh, that's that's all I have for you guys today so on that note uh, thank you so much for tuning in we'll be back next week be good be safe until next time bye bye